It's live. Live. It's live. Live and in Technicolor. Mm. The fuck are you on? Everything. Oh, life. Okay. Life. Yeah, life right yeah. 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 I don't know. The only man who has a green screen and doesn't use it. I can use it, but I'm wearing a green shirt tonight. We talked about this. And Dave. then my uh, my eyeglasses <clears throat> reflect green back for some reason. Yeah. So why is it reflecting green back? I don't know. Green backs? Is this like a subconscious thing, Steve? Maybe spray my eyeglasses with some sort of thing that makes them unreflective. Oh, then I couldn't see them. Yeah. Put a haze over them. That'd be interesting. Maybe I could get a clip-ons that would do something. I don't think so. I think no matter what you do, you're going to fuck it up even more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, Let's do this shit, Steve. You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Good evening, and welcome to the 40 and Slip. This is episode 165. Thunderbirds are go. Booyah. Talk about some Thunderbirds, Steve. You heard a Thunderbird once. So I've been told. I heard it. (gasps) I know they exist because I've heard you heard heard one. No, haven't seen it. Never saw it. No other evidence forthcoming on the whole Thunderbird front. I just heard you. it. Just, just some heard noise. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see. Um, but yeah, we did the uh, the Heaven's Gate cult uh, uh, show last week, Steve, and the documentary. The four-part documentary came out on HBO Max just the other day. And wouldn't you know, I had to fucking watch that right away. And how was it? Um, it was, um, it was uh, very good. Uh, I learned a shit ton. About, so we should have waited to, to do the show. We probably should have waited to do the show. We gave the Reader's Digest condensed version of the Heaven's Gate cult. So the thing that I picked out most of all was that the uh, uh, T, the woman there. Me? Yeah, that one. Um, She, Jesus. What the hell was that? That's the window opening. Because somebody's a jackass. In the middle of the winter, why do you need a fucking window open for? Yeah. Anywho. So T um <clears throat> uh was the whole time this is going on and they were telling all these people underneath them that they had to sever ties with with their families and that they had to be in this this group. She was in constant contact with her daughter. Of course through she was letters. Because and telling her daughter that she should conform to society, mm-hmm. like completely 
contradicting everything that she was saying to the group. It was that's what most leaders are. Yeah, and and no one really found this out until uh, long after. After they killed themselves. (laughs) Yeah, uh, and the the surviving members, the surviving members, I guess the people who are still uh, into it or who still believe, there was one of those, this fucking dude, oh, my God. When When they talked about the castration, he was like, I was first in line. Yeah, I was I was ready to go, and then but Cut then but then he wound up not doing it. Of course, he didn't. <laughs> that was the thing with this guy. Like it seemed like he was first in line for everything. Like I'm ready. Like when they were going to commit suicide, he was I like, was "I'm in," and then he left the group. <laughs> now he lives in Vermont and like smokes weed and grows weed and he's like I can grow this legally now <laughs> that's funny I, I, yeah. but uh yeah the the uh the Heaven's Gate cult documentary on HBO Max is it's pretty incredible like the way they uh they they referred to the uh, I can't remember the 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 house was the craft and like the dining room was like the I can't remember like the they had all these like sci-fi terms for like everything in the house and that's how oh, they had the to record it. I'm thinking yeah. craft like macaroni and cheese. No, 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 no. And then Steve, the, you know, the dining room being the, the, the tree the Keebler elves live in or some shit. But they all had to cut their hair. Here's another thing that I had forgotten. When they initially found them, they thought they were all men. Because of their haircuts, I I had forgotten that. Um, but there were more women than men that committed suicide. Yeah, it, the, it, women it, women tend to be more emotional and would maybe I don't know that you know it, it seems like maybe you know women would follow somebody that tugs on their heartstrings or some shit. Yeah, more more often than. <laughs> Yeah, it it was uh it was pretty eye opening to to watch it. It took me a couple of days. I I didn't plow through it all in one day. Um, I went through two, and then I watched the other two. Um, uh, the last one is all about the the suicide and you know the aftermath of that. And everything else is lead up. I and I didn't realize how long it was either. Like in in even though like we had pointed out like. When you look at it in the documentary, how long these people stayed in it and sat in it, it's just and like the the sociologists and stuff in the documentary talked a a lot about how you know everybody goes, "How could these people be duped? It's got to be stupid people, but it's not always stupid people and it's and well educated people, yeah. It's it's it was pretty weird. So I was glad I had a chance to sit down and uh, and and watch through that. Did you, Katie? Yeah, I did. I was able to finish it finally today, and I actually thought the funniest <coughs> part was how they went to, into town to buy the nicest, fanciest telescope they could find, oh, so God, that they could yeah. observe the comet. 
because they, because of the craft that okay they're supposed so, to follow it dude oh my god thank you katie for reminding me of this art bell is could be could have been behind why the heaven's gate cult committed suicide no seriously like not intentionally like he didn't like intentionally do it but because he had this guy on who had taken this photograph of this thing that was trailing the hail bop comet supposedly um they were like this was their cue that they could leave you know the, that was the spaceship so they went out and bought a telescope the best telescope that they could find and to, so that they could see the craft behind the hail bob comet and they went to look at it and there was nothing there of course not so they went back to the store <laughs> and told the people at the store that their telescope had to be malfunctioning. <laughs> <laughs> that it had to be faulty. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, seriously? I, I can't remember. Katie, did they want another telescope or did they just want their money back? Uh, I think they just got their money back. They didn't talk about that for very long. It was actually a pretty short little blip. Yeah, in that episode, but it oh was it, it was not lost on me. I paused it and laughed. So oh, that was <laughs> after, so funny. I gotta say, after we were done with that show, some reason for some reason, some of Matt Johnson's stuff came up on my timeline right? or on my YouTube as a suggested video. We mm -hmm. were watching Matt Johnson. Those people are the same fucking way. Watch one of those videos. Oh, you aren't fucking kidding. Those people will believe anything. They'll make up their. I mean, they've got to be making up what's going on, but in their mind, it's real to them, you know. And the one not... couple I, I saw there had ch a child with them, teenage girl, and she's uh... having these experiences there. And I'm like, God, what is he doing to these people? You know, and if, if he told them that... I'll tell you what he's doing to them. He's indoctrinating them. Yeah, if he told them that Zord or whatever the fuck that, whatever his name is... Uh, uh want you to drink some Kool-Aid, they'd do it. Yeah. They'd do it wholeheartedly. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, it, so it, 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 it's scary. It's a scary mentality, uh, this group or tribal mentality that happens in these in these groups. <clears throat> you know, and there's and there's sociologists and scientists that talk about this. Like the the uh the psychology of group think like what can happen. And how quickly people's opinions can change. People who aren't of strong mind, you know, who who will just follow the the curve. It's crazy shit, man. But uh, Jack, uh, happy Sunday, everybody. And uh, didn't they have a uniform of sorts too? Remember they all wore black and white Nike trainers, etc. That was at the end. And they were all. They all uh, committed suicide in, I can't remember what the, the, the clothing was. It was like a black pair of pants, I want to say. Track pants, weren't they? Yeah, it was like a, it, like a windsuit, kind of. Okay, and yeah, the Nike, whatever they were. I can't, they, you can't even get them anymore. They're a collector's item. You cannot oh, I bet you they're worth a ton of money right now. Uh, yes, they are. Um, and they were covered in that purple thing. 
Um, and that's how they were found. Two of them weren't. Two of the 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 last two because they did it in shifts. They did it in waves. Um, but uh, yeah, and and the more I watched about the the documentary, I don't know if you picked this up too, Katie. But even though uh, Marshall Applewhite was gay, obviously, and he actually asked one of the male members to leave. He said, my vessel is becoming attracted to your vessel. So he asked the other gentleman to leave. But even though he was gay, I think that after... Uh, Peep, whatever, uh, T, whatever the fuck her name. I can't remember. I can't remember her actual name. Um, but after she passed away, like he went into, I think that's what that, I think that was the huge turning point for him. It obviously didn't make him do the suicide bit like right off because they, he continued for a long time. But I think that was a turning point for him. And I think he was far more attached to her than even he wanted to admit. He turned her into like in their religion, he turned her into like the God. And he was like the Jesus figure, like receiving messages from her. Dude, it was so fucking weird. Bizarre shit. Just bizarre shit. It, It goes down some weird, weird weird rabbit holes (laughs) but i love that stuff like cult shit it's great like it's not great like that was all those people commit suicide not so great you know waco not so great but the stories are fucking interesting well how how they get to where they were you know how do you go from being i don't remember what marshall applewhite did before he was the cult leader but how do you get from that to he was a, he was a, he was going to be uh what was it acadia singer yeah he was like uh into music and stuff and he taught at universities and he was just kind of a basic intellectual i would say yeah. how do you go from that you know in a short amount of time really and and, and started fucking and created his own religion with his nurse yeah, oh, and the other thing, <clears throat> here's the other thing that I almost forgot, too. The first time they tried castration, they fucked it up. They thought they could do it themselves. Oh, boy. Rubber um, bands? <laughs> yeah, rubber bands. Um, <laughs> here, we're just going to twist this. <laughs> You're going to sit until this thing just falls off. Um, no, uh... They tried to do it, and the dudes scrotum him or whatever. After they, I'm assuming after they took out his testicles, it, it like exploded. Um, and they at first they didn't want to take him to the hospital. They they wanted to see if he could make it, and then they finally decided to take him to the hospital. I, I, I mean, I oh. want to say I think it was kind of a rubber bandy thing because one of his testicles like rescinded back up into his body. Oh, God. If you put a rubber band in here, anywhere near my testicles, they're going to be sick. <clears throat> oh, I don't know. It was just, it was bizarre shit. And I'm glad that I get to, I'm glad that I get to watch that in addition to uh, us doing the show on it. Because it was, it was some good stuff. 
but uh yeah and then uh last night i threw on because that fucking hbo max they have a lot of great documentaries on there and one that i found that came out 2020 i don't know when it came out i don't know if it just came out i don't know if i missed it but db cooper and i i don't know the na- exact name of the the uh documentary but it went through like all of these suspects of who could be db cooper and i think there were like three of them three or four one of them's the the uncle of the girl whose last name is cooper <clears throat> and she's passed a polygraph I guess according to the documentary, she's the reason why the FBI has closed the case. Like, that's what they're saying. Like, I don't know if that's true. I didn't look into it. But um, then there was this other woman who was uh, transgender. And she used to be a man. And the other one was, one of the other ones was uh, the dude that they caught for doing the same exact thing after D.B. Cooper did it. I didn't know it happened again. It did happen again. Another guy did it, and the only reason he got caught was because a friend of his turned him in and said, hey, you might want to look into this guy. I think he might have something to do well, with it. Did he that. match the uh, sketches and stuff? Or? He kind of did. He kind of oh. did. But they they all kind of did. Like, my son and I were watching it, and I, I kept looking at my son after they were going through all of these, uh, these suspects, and I'm like, dude, everybody was fucking D.B. Cooper. Like, everybody uh, admitted to being D. All of these people admitted to being D.B. Cooper at some point. I don't think the real D.B. Cooper would admit to it. Do yeah, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know. Um, but it was a really cool documentary. It went through like uh, everything that the flight crew went through, the pilot and co-pilot, uh, the uh, one flight attendant who wound up staying on with him after they let the the rest of the crew and the passengers off. Um, I didn't realize that he deployed stairs to on that plane. At that time, there were stairs that you could put down at the re I think it was at the rear of the plane. And um, the pilot and co-pilots had said when he put that down, it, the first time he tried it wouldn't it wouldn't go down because the air pressure i'm guessing so they had to slow the airplane down and he got it down and they said when that thing went down they heard this it the whole plane just shook it went i was like wow i mean it was just some cool stuff that i'd never heard about with db cooper um this guy like, had to have some knowledge of how these planes were built I mean, did these just well, the, the assumption, the assumption with the the guy that did it after him that he might have been DB Cooper is that that first one was the, his first time, obviously, because the second time he did it the exact same way that DB Cooper did it. He went out that um, the stairway out the back, 
but he didn't have the issue getting it down. Hmm. So yeah, it was some interesting stuff. You'd like the documentary, Steve. You, you. Yeah, I think it's one you'd enjoy. I just don't have time to watch them. That's the problem. Well, you got to make time. You got to live your life, man. You can't always be selling shit on Amazon and eBay. I mean, you can, but you'll never live your life. So you got to do some shit. Take take an hour and a half. Watch a DB Cooper documentary. I don't have HBO Max, but I'll find a way to steal. I mean, yeah, you'll it. fucking yeah, yeah. I know what you'll do. I got fire. I don't. Know I, don't wa- I haven't watched anything on TV in a long time, so uh, don't even know where my fire stick is. I'm sure, it's in my bottom drawer here or something. Yeah, or attached to a TV somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, I am just loving those uh, those documentaries that are coming out. There's another one I'm watching right now, uh, Murder on Middle Beach. It's about a kid who's looking into his mom's murder um it's pretty fucking tweaked katie did you get into that at all no not yet but i saw an ad for it while i was watching the heaven's gate one and it's definitely on my list yeah they're almost done because i think that one's a four-part one too yes that's what the commercial said it was a four-parter there's just so much stuff on there i want to watch oh god it's it's just i'm i'm lost in some of that stuff and now uh, Warner Brothers just announced that uh, they're releasing all those movies on the day that they're going to be in theaters. That's so, going to be that's going to be the death knell for theaters. It will. Be. I I think so. Um, they're releasing Wonder Woman on HBO Max and in theaters on the same day. Dune. Um, I think uh, Suicide Squad, the new one, and the new Matrix movie. Are all going to be released? If that's a permanent thing, that'll be the death toll. I, they might be doing it right now because of COVID. I don't know. Well, they're doing it all next year. Those are all 2021 releases, and they've announced it. So, I mean, things could go back to normal. I'm and they already announced more money on the the TV releases than they will on at the theaters. Anyway. Well, see, you gotta look at it. You got to look at it this way: if as long as they can make their nut. And that's how they're looking at it. As long as they can make their nut, as long as HBO Max or Netflix or whoever is paying enough money to them to make it worth their while so that they're making their nut, they're making their money back, they're, they're seeing their return, oh, then I think that it's going to continue. And I think it's, I, I don't it's think it's a bad seg- segment of the population who's going to want to see that on the big screen. You know what I mean? Then, then certain theaters will remain open. You know, it's I've said for a long time the way that uh, TVs are now, the size of TVs you can buy. I was, dude, when I walk through Sam's Club or whatever now and see a friggin' the TVs, they're huge. Some of them are, yeah, and they're affordable. They're not like they're out of your fucking price range to buy. In a lot of cases. So, I mean, why wouldn't you just well, sit it's the experience. It's the experience of going to the theater, buying the popcorn, seeing the movie. Yeah, but I don't give a shit about that. I like being able to pause it and go take a piss. Well, yeah, I do too. That's what the intermission is for. <clears throat> I was really sad to see one of our local movie theaters. Their way, of, They haven't shown movies in months, and they have every... I think it's Friday or Saturday nights. Drive-through popcorn nights. 
where you can just drive through and hang out in the parking lot and eat popcorn. Mm. Like, mm. Ugh, it's it's so depressing. <laughs> what I, I mean, like having a Zoom Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah. I, it, well, I it it would be kind of cool if like they put a movie up in yeah. some way outside, right? Like a projection, like a drive. Right, right. And I think Speaking maybe they're trying to get to that, but. Place. Okay. Be right back. Yeah, I like. I'm torn on it because I like the idea of things going in that direction. I think technology comes whether we like it or not. Right. You know, and these new streaming services, the way things are going down. You know, Netflix changed the game with all these friggin' movies that they've put out. Oh yeah. So I I just think it's the way to go. I you know. The thing that bummed me out, I when I was a kid, I remember loving going to the drive-in. Yes, me too. And as an adult, when I've tried to go when my kids were younger, I hated it. Mm-hmm. It was a horrible experience for me. Like, it wasn't the experience that I remember. It was very hard to keep the friggin' window defrosted. Right. Like, every time we went, it was... You know, and like the picture wasn't that clear. They'd start the the adult side of it. When you're a kid, that's not your problem. You know, right, right, right. But I, I wish that in some way that it still held that same mystique that it did from when I was a kid because I loved the drive-in. It was so much fun. I saw ET on the drive-in at the drive-in, the Dark Crystal. At the Jurassic Park. I I distinctly remember Jurassic Park. It was so wicked. I remember my brother crying. What's that, Steve? Harper Valley PTA. Harper Valley PTA. Yeah. And uh, Blue Lagoon. (laughs) (laughs) My parents didn't stay for that one. (laughs) Oh, God, man. That's before they put ratings on movies, and you didn't really, unless you saw. There was no trailers, and maybe they put them on TV, but not like they do now. Mm. So that we go to this drive-in, and of course we only went a couple times because every time we went, they my parents picked the wrong fucking movie for kids to watch. You know, I mean, no. when you're ten years old, Harper Valley PTA is probably not a great movie. <clears throat> just saying. I remember that at one of the drive-ins that I would go to when we were kids. <laughs> On one side, they'd have the double drive-in. <clears throat> so you'd have one screen in front and one screen in back. And on one side, they would do, like, the kids' movies. And then on the other side, they would do the rated-R titty movies. <laughs> <laughs> so if all turn you around. had to do as a kid was turn around. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I wonder how many kids actually watch the kids' movie, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, some fun shit. But the, uh, we actually still have uh, quite a few around here, which is surprising. I don't there's know about one, you. There's one around here. It's it's quite a drive from here, but yeah. On the weekends, they have a flea market there, and I think they still show movies at that one. Yeah. Do they? Do you have any around you, Katie? Um, I think it's a pretty good drive. Not anything immediately close, but there's a few in a 50 mile radius that you could go yeah. to. Yeah, we got one that's right up on Route 1. And then there's another one out in Westbrook. 
I think, and then Bridgeton. I do I have a neighbor. One of my neighbors got one of those big screens that they hang on the side of their house, and then they, oh, they got a projector. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. They have big family nights all summer long, and oh, it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, I, I I could get into doing that with like my kid or something. Yeah, especially yeah. out on the lake. It's just it's really cool. I almost get like neighbor envy seeing them down the way. <laughs> like, oh man, can I join? <laughs> that's a, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm envious of you living on a fucking lake. Yeah, I still ocean, don't. Yeah, no what? kidding. You do have a good view. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I, I don't like I. OK, so, yes, I do have a good view. Technically. However, I have to look this way out my window to see oh. the beach. And in the bathroom, I can when I'm brushing my teeth, I can see it in the mirror because I get a good angle out that window because I'm on the wrong side of the building for one. Um, you know, I'm not right on the beach. Um, but I, so the, and the reason why I'm envious, Katie, is because my grandparents owned a house my entire childhood up into, oh God, it was just like not that long ago that they uh, got rid of the house and yeah. they both passed away. And, and having a house on a lake is awesome. Yeah, and that's a big reason why I appreciate this because I bought the property next door to my family, you yeah. know, property that's been through generations. And so it's literally the same view that I had when I was a little girl. And yeah, in the summer when I wake up early in the morning and smoking my morning cigarette, I can literally take 30, 40 steps out in my front yard and put my feet in the beach. Yep. So <laughs> it is awesome. I I, what, I, what I remember about um, my grandparents they had a porch, which when I was younger was open, like the huge porch. It ran the entire length of the front of the house and overlooked the lake. And it was up, it was up high because it was on what would be the second floor on that side of the house, but only the first floor because the bottom floor was technically the basement. And we would sit out there and have like coffee and listen to the loons in the morning. Yeah. And I loved that sitting out there with my grandmother and just listening to the friggin' loons on the lake. It was great. Yeah, but it was nice when my parents, when my parents split up when I was like seven, mom, we moved up there with my mom and we were there for like half a year. And it was, I was in that lake all the time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't leave it. <laughs> it's it's something I don't take for granted. I mean, I literally wake up and look out the window and almost every day say to myself, I can't believe I live here. Like, it's yeah. just, I'm extremely blessed and lucky and I do my best not to take it for granted. I miss it. I know uh, one of my cousins wishes he he had had the money at the time to buy the house. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's kind of the thing with me when us kids were teenagers, my siblings and I, we used to sit around the campfire and joke about how, when the neighbor's house someday goes up for sale, one of us has to buy that place. Right. And I just, I can't believe that it was me. <laughs> like yeah, I was the one that had my shit together enough to be able to spur the moment, buy it. Like, it's just, it's so unreal to me 
that it's just, it's a miracle. It's amazing. That's awesome. I, I think it's awesome. Cause like I said, I, it's, I, that's one of the things that I miss. I drive by that place all the time because I have family that lives further up past it. And I drive up to the, the road entrance because all the roads that go up to the lake, they aren't named, they're numbered. Yeah. And I drive past road four that went up to, you know, my, my grandparents' house all the time. And I've wanted to just drive up, but the only way you can drive up there is to literally drive up onto their property. Right. And, you know, you can't just drive by and look because the driveway was so long from the road up to their house. Um, but yeah, I, I, whew, I miss that. Watchick Lake. If anybody, if anybody wants to cares to take a look in Standish, Maine, <clears throat> I ain't got anybody that lives there anymore. So, like Lake shit, Steve, is, you is Lake guy, or over now? Jeez, mm-hmm. almighty! No, I'm gonna keep going. Just bragging about living on lakes and shit. I mean, <laughs> I live on a lake, but now I can't see it from my fucking window. Yeah, yeah. I and I and, and hey, I like I like living on the ocean, but I don't swim in the ocean. For one, it's too fucking cold here. Yeah, no shit, you freeze. Oh, it's it, the people that go in the ocean here and think it's great. I'm like, fuck you. I've been in the ocean where it's warm. Right. It's nice. Was, you can walk in and it's yeah. like bath water. I went in in North Carolina, but it was in uh, the wrong time of the year. And yeah. you could feel the coldness. And then the next day, the water was warm. And then, then the coldness would come back. So it was like, I mean, whatever they call that. But it was weird. But yeah. I will not swim in the ocean again. <laughs> I, yeah. I swam in, uh, down in the, the Gulf of Mexico. I did not do that. And uh, it was warm where I swam. So, so uh, anyway, Steve, you get some news tonight, buddy? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll go ahead and look. We're going to try. Yeah, I got news. So we've been having all of these, what, obelisk sightings? Oh, like the obelisk. Yes. The obelisk. Foxnews.com. I'm sorry. This is from Fox News. Incidentally, Katie and I found this story at the exact same time. <laughs> Phallic landmark statue in Germany mysteriously disappears. Police are investigating. Ah, good old phallic statues. Yes, the mysterious disappearance of a phallic-shaped sculpture from a German mountainside where it first appeared without explanation several years ago has caught the attention of local police. Local media reported that uh, police in the Bavarian town of Kempton Wow, these are easy to pronounce. I like it. About 79 uh, miles south of Munich are investigating the disappearance, although it wasn't clear whether a crime had been committed. If it was cold on the day before the phallic statue disappeared, then mystery solved. Yeah, it might still be there. Yeah. Do do women know about the cold? The cold? Yeah, do they know about that? I I would hope the fuck so. Yeah, we learned about it on Seinfeld. Yeah, the Seinfeld thing. Yes. Do they know about the shrinkage? Uh, we don't know whether it's a criminal offense or not, police spokesman Holger Stavik told newspaper, and that one I can't pronounce, the newspaper. Mm. The almost seven-foot-tall sculpture, 
wow, that's a big penis. Uh, appeared to have been <laughs> chopped down over the weekend, the paper reported. And that's saying something coming from the Sweetwater legend. That's right. So may, I, I have to wonder, are, are these uh, connected in some way to the uh, – is this connected in some way to the uh, – you know, the, uh, oh, uh, Maybe it's the same people. Instead, Maybe it's easier to make an obelisk than making a bunch of you know penises. I don't know. A coin has been removed from a man's nose after being stuck there for more than 50 years. This is from the Metro. What? UK. Yes. I call bullshit. The 59-year-old unnamed Russian man was age six uh, when he Russian. wedged the money. Into, yeah, so it could be possible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any Russians. It's a joke, people. He wedged the money into In his Russia. Right money spend you. <laughs> he wedged the money into his right nostril. He was too scared to tell his strict mother about it, and then later just forgot. <laughs> the local media reported the man apparently managed to live for the next fifty years unimpeded by the blockage until recently. He recently started complaining that he could not breathe at all in his right nostril. Well, duh. There's a fucking coin in it. He went to the hospital and was given a scan which showed the unexpected ob object in the nasal passage. Uh, rhinolitis, rhinolitis, I don't know how to pronounce that, stones that in the nasal cavity had formed around the coin, constricting his ability to breathe. Oh, they actually show the fucking coin. Ew. It's like hardened huh? boogers all over the coin. Nice. Yeah. That's what you're money officially worth about one penny at the time, ceased to be used in Russia after the USSR's collapse in 1991. The hammer and sickle emblem was no longer visible on the coin. I bet oh, he was. snorting it for fun? Yes, he was. And we got some election scandal news. Oh, sorry. Man. The internet. Wait, this is from IndianExpress.com, so it's definitely legit. Oh, definitely legit shit. <laughs> internet takes on Rudy Giuliani you know you know, after a video of him farting goes viral he farted? he farted, he did uh, US, why are these pop-ups? this is not America's a mayor passed gas yes he did, US President Donald Trump's personal attorney Rudy Giuliani is once again the talk of that the internet slip this time for possibly releasing gas during an election hearing. Uh, a video of the incident, which took place as he was representing the president in an ongoing case to overturn Michigan's unfavorable election results, is going viral on social media. <sighs> the uh, noise was not only heard by those sitting beside Giuliani, but was also picked up by the courtroom microphone. <laughs> well, it was captured in the official courtroom video uh and it can be seen on youtube of course uh, as nice. many, many wondered if the sound was really of giuliani releasing gas things got more embarrassing after darren camilleri a democrat from michigan who represents uh brownstone in the legislature tweeted about the incident why would you do that well i know why they did it uh, New York, um, uh, oh yeah, I messed up. And then there was a bunch of late night people who picked on him. And then there's like 6,000 tweets. 
about it. It's funny. Oh, wait, Jenna Ellis had to sit beside him. That's funny. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's the whole story. Wait, last month, Julianne oh. be- became the butt of Joe's Get It? <laughs> After a dark fluid oh. dripped down his face during the news conference. You remember that one? Along with his, oh, is the, his, his hair, hair dye? Yeah. He yeah. better. I mean, I hope that wasn't just for men because they're going to go out of business. Yeah, that was gross. But anyway, that is the news. Yeah, that is some fucking news. That's some shit. I'm proud of that. I couldn't find the stream again, so I couldn't see you guys. Well, Steve, I know you've I know you've heard one. I've heard one. The Thunderbirds. Steve. Maybe it was just Rudy Giuliani farting real loud. I don't know. Uh, it could have been. Maybe you yeah. just caught Rudy out in the woods one day. Well, he was he was the mayor of New York at the time, I think. There you and go. So you know, I'm not far from New York. Maybe. Maybe he was just letting one slip out on the old trail. Well, but where the uh, fuck is Dean Cooper tonight? By the way, I don't know. Dean sucks a fucking bag, so yeah. I don't know. Um, Thunderbirds, Steve, are often discussed in the community of cryptids. But their story goes back far into North American history. They are rooted in Native American beliefs, described as a supernatural being representing power, strength, and protection. They are a large bird named because the flapping of their wings sounded like a great clap of thunder. Did you hear thunder, Steve? With lightning, with lightning shooting from their eyes. Did you see lightning? It was daytime, so no. You can see lightning in the daytime. Yeah, but it was, I didn't see it. I mean, I was probably looking. I don't think you saw a fucking Thunderbird. I am calling bullshit right now. Different tribes have their own specific legends about the Thunderbird, but all tribes from Canada down to Mexico seem to have a belief in this supernatural being. It is thought to be a very important belief because it can be found often in historical art, song, and oral history. Representation of them can be found on cave drawings, totem poles, jewelry, clothing, and even architecture. Uh, Water seems to be a common factor in different tribes' beliefs. Most have them soaring through the sky and controlling the rain. They're fucking storm from the X-Men? Get the fuck out. Um, They can bring the rain when it is needed. They can fucking bring the rain, Steve. You fucking bring it. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thunder and lightning part of it. Yeah, they fucking bring the thunder too. But also use it for destruction. Destruction, Steve. They are often seen over bodies of water, thought to be protecting the people from underwater beasts. I'm down with that, Steve. If there's like fucking like a whole like Godzilla type hierarchy to the fucking Thunderbirds, yeah. I well, am have, you, down. have you ever seen a, an underwater beast in real life? Um, no. Okay, so the Thunderbirds are doing their job. That's right. I think it could be. Um, and it's funny you would call it a li- uh, a Godzilla because one of the major tribes literally believed in a lizard being in the water that the Thunderbird kept at bay. So Godzilla, Godzilla indeed. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Godzilla is definitely a documentary. That's right. I'm in. The fucking Japanese had it right. Uh, they they are also thought to prey on whales, most commonly. Whales? Holy fuck! 
Fucking well, they Moby need something. Dick. They're big. They gotta eat something. Big. Fucking Moby Dick. Better watch out. Plucking them from the sea and carrying them back to their nests to feast. <laughs> Other legends have them picking up children and carrying them away. Uh, because of the varied depictions of the Thunderbird by different tribes, it is hard to say exactly what they look like. <clears throat> but the most common obvious trait is ex- is the extreme large size. Oral traditions say their wingspan can be anywhere from 10 to 30 feet wide. Today, many people compare them to pterosaurs, which roam the earth with the dinosaurs. But other depictions show it to be a completely... Uh, it to be completely black with a similar shape to a crow or raven. A few tribes even describe the creature to be a shapeshifter presenting as other animals or even a human only recognized as such through their ability to speak backwards. Uh, I'm a Thunderbird. Uh, The myth and lore of Thunderbirds is not just limited to Native American history. Uh, Many stories of sightings have been reported throughout modern times as well. One famous legend that is still discussed today is that of the Thunderbird at Tombstone. The legend goes that in April of 1890, six gunslinging cowboys shot a Thunderbird out of the sky. An article was published about it, supposedly containing a picture of the men holding up a pterodactyl-like hide, creature, creature, with their arms spread out to show that the creature had a wingspan of about 20 feet. 20 feet, Steve. big bird. Uh, The problem is no record of this photo exists. Historians argue that newspapers at the time were not able to publish pictures. Uh, While an article from that time is indeed found in archives, it does not contain the picture. But the story was retold for years, almost becoming somewhat of a Mandela effect. Ooh. Into the 1930s and 40s, cowboys would insist they remember seeing the picture. One man even claiming to be one of the six men in the picture. Um, here is a picture often associated with the story, but is assumed to be photoshopped or fake. Oh, we'll put this up first. You gonna show the photo? I'm Steve. It takes me a second because I have to switch over. I'm reading it. I gotta switch it over. Already. There you go. Yeah, I've seen that photo. Yeah, that. There's another one. There's another one similar, but that they're just, you know. And for those of you who aren't watching the video, it looks like a a pterodactyl type thing. Uh, And it looks like a, what would you say, Steve? A big like No, like an old, like, 1800s photo type. But it could be very well be photoshopped. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Uh, But anyway, in uh, modern times, even the 21st century, the legend continues, Steve. Continues. Uh, like heard... Remo Williams. I don't know who that is. You never know, you know, saw the movie Remo Williams? Mm-hmm. What was that? No, that was The Legend Begins. Was that The Legend Begins, Remo Williams? I don't fucking remember. Uh, new sightings are still discussed today. Pennsylvania, Steve. You're fucking Absolutely. State. That's where I heard mine. In particular, seems to be a hotspot for modern day sightings. Yes, sir. Where several dozen reports can be found from 2001 to 2013. These sightings do have unique factors, but for the most part, they can be summarized as similar. 
It is usually a person spending time outdoors and claiming to see a giant bird either perched on a tree or soaring through the sky. Not fucking hearing them, Steve. You got to see them. I heard it take off. See it. They are almost always described as the largest bird the witness has ever seen, with estimated wingspans up to 20 feet. A loud sound of either wings flapping or a piercing shriek. See? A loud sound also of wings often flapping. Often involved in the story. Also, Steve, involved in the story. Not, I just not, see it. not the crux of the story. Uh, the creature is often compared or likened to the largest known predatory bird, the condor, which are known to have wingspans, wingspans up to 10.5 feet. But the witnesses always insist what they saw was much larger. Well, there are no condors in Pennsylvania as far as I know. Oh, there you go. Of course, there are critics of these sightings. Optical illusion is usually blamed. Judging the size of something at a great distance is always difficult, which is very true. Uh, but it becomes particularly difficult when the object is up in the sky away from other visual objects to compare to for scale, Steve. Yes, sir. <clears throat> but witnesses don't accept this. Of course they don't. Uh, they always stand strong in what they saw. Or, uh, or heard. Yes. Uh, so this could be, could, so could this be an undiscovered species or a living fossil, Steve? Yes, Ancient relic DNA being expressed through a modern creature? Mm -hmm. Science doesn't have an answer. No. But it sure is fun to ponder. Steve. I'm Katie's getting really good with this. Yeah. She's getting really good. I got to give her some fucking credit. She was always good. Thanks. It's fun. <laughs> uh, so I think most of these are, you know, if you're towards California, obviously it's going to be the condor you're probably right. seeing if you're in pennsylvania it's probably an eagle or a crane or something of that nature Could generally be. no i do know some very respectable people who claim to have seen it in mm -hmm. pennsylvania you know so i don't know i remember when i was doing the bedtime stories uh back on the youtube channel that uh i did one story about um i think it was a priest or something that had traveled with uh, some people, and the, uh, I can't remember the year it was. It was a long time ago. Um, and he was the only survivor of a supposed pterosaur attack. Like, it, I don't know how much of the story is fucking true. I don't know, you know, how much. Holding on to his rosary and saying his Hail Marys while that was Right. Like, I don't know, like, you know, how much bullshit or whatnot but i remember reading that story um but i don't i don't know um i know there's the story about the fucking kid that supposedly gets picked up like off the playground or something um well, i read that in a, uh, i read that one in a book years ago when i was in like you know, elementary eagles have been known to pick up children you know babies little kids yeah. and so, like those fucking golden eagles they will snatch monkeys right out of the trees yeah so it's not unheard of that a, a, a bird that's living today could do that. Yeah. There's a lot of owls that have been reported to pick up small dogs and stuff. People who got yeah. those little, you know, toy poodles and crap, and they just get plucked right out of their yard. And, oh, you know, yeah. it's witnessed. So, Well, yeah. toy poodles owls. should be plucked out of everybody's yard. <laughs> I hate, I hate little dogs, by the way. 
But I mean, yeah, those things, those things are fucking, they're dinosaurs. You know, birds are dinosaurs. They're, you know. Well, to give some credit to Steve and his story, uh, we have gigantic swans on our lake and they fly, which I don't know how, because they're so gigantic and heavy. I don't know how on earth they're capable of flying. But the Mm -hmm. first time one flew over in our direction, pretty low to the ground where I could hear it, that sound alarmed me and like brought up this like this feeling so inside of me. <laughs> well, I'm just oh, no, saying like the I sound would... it made, it wasn't what you thought it would be. It had no. like a whistle to it. Like it just, it was so not what I thought it would sound like that I could see other birds making it. It's animals don't make sounds that you think they make sometimes. Right. I, I'm, I remember one time I was walking through the woods. I, when I was a kid, I was always walking through the woods. It was in the wintertime. And I was following a trail, and a fucking partridge came out from underneath a friggin' snow-covered pine, pine tree or something. Holy fuck. What a ruckus. <laughs> I mean, just a noise. Now, if I had to guess at what I heard, <clears throat> if it wasn't a Thunderbird, although, man, was it loud. It was just the wings flapping and the sound of that, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard a bird's wings flap. Now, times that by oh. a thousand. That's yeah. what I heard. So it was, uh, it was probably either an eagle, because we have bald eagles up, you know, around here, mm-hmm. or could have been a crane, because cranes a, are very common. I had a teacher in uh, middle school, seventh grade science, uh, Mr. Fanning was his name. Um, and he raised falcons and um, owls. And he hunted with falcons. He had a license to hunt with, with birds. Uh, and he brought in his favorite falcon. And he brought in one of his babies once. One of the, the chicks. And it was really cool to get to see them. And I got to see him fly his, uh, it was peregrine falcons was what he, he raised. And years later, um, I was hiking with my, my ex-wife's brother. And we had decided to go on this day that it was raining to beat shit. And we were just hoping for a break in the rain and, we we were starting up the we started up the the mountain. We were hiking East Roy, East Royce, I remember it, and it just started deluging rain down on us. So we both got under a tree to try to get cover, and we sat there. And finally, the rain let up. We come out from underneath our trees. We're sitting there shooting the shit, wondering if we should keep going or if we should head down. And we're talking, and we've got probably a good. I don't know, 10 feet or so between the two of us. And off to our fucking right, this peregrine falcon was on the fucking ground, took off and flew straight between us because they nest on the side of West Royce, the cliffs on the side of West Royce. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I had a similar experience with a turkey. Well, a turkey. Well, oh. they, well, they they nest on yeah, the ground. Yeah, you know that's that's amazing. No, 
but it, it was defending the nest. Never so he came out. Turkey, you never, you never seen a turkey nest? I see fucking turkeys all the time, dude. Well, anyway, I had a similar, similar experience with that, but I just thought of another bird that my hearing could have been. Oh, is we have a shit ton of turkey buzzards around here. Yeah, you know, they, they, and they're big birds. Yes, they are. So if they were close enough to you, uh, and you startled them in the woods, because I was in the woods at the time, you know, I can imagine that that would be a loud sound too. Oh yeah. Those are big birds. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah. They don't, they don't make them small. And I think a lot of the sightings could be turkey buzzards. It could be, you know, oh, yeah. eagles. They could be cranes. They could be any any kind of bird, you know. Now, oh, I agree. Because let's face it, a bird that size, somebody's going to see it. Somebody's going to get film of it. You know, yeah. one of them's going to die. You're going to find it, unless it's a completely uh, paranormal type creature, but I'm guessing it's not. It's po- I mean, I suppose it is possible, depending upon where its habitat is. It's not going to happen in Pennsylvania. I don't think so. Right. Well, there and, are, you know, there are the Allegheny Mountains and things like that out here. So, I mean, it is, you know, there are places out here that are pretty. And, and it would depend on the range of the, the creature, too. Isn't Pennsylvania the place with the whole Mothman stuff? No, nope, Virginia. that's uh, West, Virginia. Oh, West Virginia. Never mind. New Jersey's yeah. the... Uh, Pennsylvania's got the Kecksburg UFO. The Jersey yeah. Devils in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. That's in the Pine Barrens. Yeah. Now, Thunderbird in Pennsylvania. I mean... I guess from from what I've heard about those stories, I guess there was or is some validity to some of that shit. But I don't know. Like, what was well, it? Well, the, the areas they're being seen are not remote areas, though. You know, I, a lot of it was right. around here. So it's not like it was out in the middle of the Allegheny Forest. Like I said, you know, it was pretty populated areas where these things were supposedly seen. But And they're only ever seen by one, maybe two witnesses that are together ever. You yeah, know. never by like a big group of people, and that's because maybe the big group of people is closer to the bird and can see what it really is. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. No, absolutely, I agree. It, it could it it very well it in a lot of these cases is probably misidentification. I would say probably it's, is is my guess. Yeah, it really is so hard to judge distance when you're looking at something in the sky. Oh, to like, yeah. you know, the size is really determined by its distance. And when you see a plane in the sky, you know, it's hard to tell how far away it is. So that's such a huge factor that the everyday person looking up in the sky, seeing something, they don't know how big what they are is looking at. So no, unless unless it comes down close. Right. Yeah. That's, and, and there that's... are some stories of where they say that they see it perched in a tree or like up on a cliffside. And like that is a little more. You know, you reasonable. Of a big tree. Right. Yeah, to support the weight if it's really and that I'm, big. And hey, I've seen a fucking great horn, one of those fucking horned owls, those yeah. big motherfuckers. I was uh, out hiking again. Um, uh, I was doing the bald face loop. I blew my fucking knee out coming that's down. A, that's a bald face lie. No. Yeah, I saw what you did, but no, it wasn't. Uh, it hurt like a motherfucker. Um, all the way down and I'm fucking limping my way out. I thought for sure on that hike 
that I was going to have to look at my fucking wife and her brother and be like, we need to fucking make a fire and just like camp out for the night because it was getting dark and we weren't yet out of the fucking woods. Um, and I'm walking along and Zach looks over at me and he fuck, he's like, dude, up tree. And I look up and there's this fucking huge owl just sitting there perched. And as I looked up, I saw it there for a second and it launched off the fucking tree. It just fucking spread its wings and fucking took off. And it was it's fucking majestic because it was just so big. But, I mean, I've never seen anything that, you know, warrants me going Thunderbird action. Now I got my fucking, I think I got my parakeet going, talking about fucking birds. Up there fucking acting like a jackass. <clears throat> the only thing I can say about what I experienced is... I didn't think any bird that I knew of could make a noise like that. I mean, it was yeah. fucking loud. Right, right. So it had to have been a, a large bird. Now, Thunderbird, maybe. Probably right. not. But it Probably was in not. Pennsylvania, not far from where the, uh, the sightings you know, were happening. The sightings were at. So, and it right. was at the same time, 2012, right. 2013-ish. Yeah. And I, I mean, hey, it is, it. like I said, it's one of those things where... I mean, I don't know if it'd be a cool story if it's happening. Like, if a fucking Thunderbird's coming down stealing children and shit, that, that's not too cool. <laughs> yeah, how many, so, let's look at, you know, police records and see how many Thunderbird... Right, you know, right. A Thunderbird child, child deaths there are. So, I don't think we're going to find that this thing is real. Right. Unless it's a paranormal or spiritual type creature. Right. And then we don't know that any of that is real. Well, I think the next time you go out looking for the Thunderbird, Steve. I'm not doing it. <clears throat> you should look for, you should listen for the sound of the thunderous wings and the lightning, Steve. I, I think the lightning that. is key. But I can imagine, though, if, you know, a Native American or whoever was making these reports back in the, those days or were seeing these things or at least hearing these things. If they heard what I heard, I can imagine they would think it was much bigger than it was. You know? I think that the Thunderbird is Thor. That's what I'm going with, Steve. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's a dude. It's the god of thunder. Oh, it could be Gene Simmons, because supposedly he's the god of thunder, too. I don't know. Well, Gene Simmons is still alive, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably Gene Simmons. The word yeah. we don't know what happened to him. Yeah, maybe he, Gene Simmons was just out in the woods with his bass, just crank, and that's what you heard. It didn't sound like a bass. Well, you know you when you know. take a sheet and, you know, or a towel and snap it. Well, have you ever seen Gene no, Simmons' sex happening. video? It could have sounded <laughs> like Gene Simmons slapping on a chick's ass. But when you take a <laughs> towel and snap it. Before you snap it, there's a certain sound, and that's uh, the sound of the wind rushing, and that's what I heard, except magnified. What oh. bird? I mean, everybody's heard a bird taking off. Could it have been a dude motorboating a chick with really big tits? Could have been, but unlikely. Okay. But you're not ruling it I'm out as a possibility? Out. No, absolutely okay. not. All right. I just want to check. I would because never that Depending upon depending upon the guy and his lung capacity, Steve. Yeah. 
That could be some thunder. Well, I was noise. out looking for Bigfoot at the time, so maybe it was a Bigfoot motorboat and a, a lady Bigfoot. That could be, Steve. Because that would be loud, I'm guessing. That that could be some loud action. I think we can solve the issue. Yeah. Uh, on that note, this has been the 40 and Slip, episode 165. Thunderbirds a go. If you like this shit, hit that little thumbs up button. Hit the little fucking, I don't know, the care thing, the heart thing, the fucking whatever thing Do on Facebook. Something. Hit something. I don't know. Hit Steve if you'd yeah, like. If it makes you feel any better. Or go get yourself a voodoo doll of Steve and hit it. I think somebody already has done that. I Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody's got one of me. Um, as always, check out our good friend Dreadfun at dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash dreadfun. Uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, not watching the video on YouTube, on, Jesus, on YouTube, on Facebook, uh, please go over to facebook.com forward slash the 40 and slip and give us a like. Um, I post all kinds of weird bullshit and that's where I post the fucking show. So go check it out. Um, uh, later on tonight, uh, the show will be up on anchor at anchor.fm forward slash 40 and slip. So go look for it there and subscribe. Download the podcast. Pad my fucking numbers, those of you who fucking watch the video on Facebook. Go fuck yourselves. Um, And as always, uh, go check out our good friends over at High Society Radio. That's at gasdigitalnetwork.com and wherever podcasts may be found. We will be back next week with another episode of Shit and Shenanigans, Steve shenanigans yeah 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 i think we should cut the shenanigans on the show no i think we should maybe cut the shit and shenanigans well then we wouldn't have a show i don't know i disagree but anyway until next week see ya